0: Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Uh, most of our podcasts that we do are fun, playful, but a bunch of the ones that I want to do are going to be very informative that deal with social issues. And today I am uh, blessed enough to have two individuals in here with me that put their lives on the line every single day uh, that serve and protect our communities. Uh, we are not going to give out their names uh, for obvious reasons, but it's two individuals that need their voice heard as uh, a collective group that they are speaking for that I believe is a lot of individuals that are police officers. I have Officer X on one side and I have Officer A on the other side. And today you are going to get to hear the perspective of uh, police officers that are also African-Americans or to put it, I guess, better would be African-Americans that are police officers. I'm not very good at being politically correct, fellas. So uh, if I screw up at any point in time during this, because I'm having to be serious, and if y'all know me and you don't yet, it's very hard for me to be serious. But this is a subject that uh, I need to be informed on just as much as the average listener that we have and the average person in our community. So I wanted to give y'all a piece of my platform. Me and Officer X, other night, got to talk and meet for the first time. And, uh, he, uh, he didn't, he didn't hate me. So he's back and, uh, I'm excited to have you guys.
1: Well, I appreciate you for having me. Thank you for having me as well.
0: Sweet. Okay. Well, uh, let's just make sure we get close to our mics. I want everybody to hear y'all. Um, in the day and age that we live in, it has to be hard to be a police officer period, but I would imagine being in you alls shoes right now is extremely, extremely stressful Uh, there's probably no right side. Um, you probably got people that you went to school with or grew up with that you want to call you negative names. And I I just don't believe in that. I think y'all deserve the utmost respect. And today we're going to talk about that. So, um, I'm going to start with Officer X. Uh, ever since, and we'll just use this year to start off with because it's been a hell of a year so far. George Floyd uh very touchy subject obviously but that's where i would like to start with you guys today if that's cool that's fine okay um in the george floyd incident will you describe first off how it made you feel as a man and then how it made you feel as a police officer
1: as a man uh it was just one of those things to feel uh hopeless where you know it feels like there's nothing you can do uh It's hard, like, because I, you know, I take this, you know, badge off and at any given time, you know, I can be one in handcuffs. So me personally, I would want to hope that, you know, my fellow police officer, you know, give me that courtesy of, you know, giving me respect and all of that. So, you know, it was just it was just one of those things where I felt for him, really, Uh, as a police officer. um, I hated it. Uh, I did because you got, you know, one cop or a group of cops that give all cops a bad name, and then uh,
0: and there's nobody that hates the bad cops worse than good cops.
1: No, never. It's I mean, one bad, they all bad, that, and that's just how society uh, portrays it. But it was just uh, it was just one of those things where you know I wish as police officer we you know police each other more, where somebody would have stepped in and you know did something other than watch.
0: So I have I don't understand, and out of all the stuff with it. I've never understood why the other officers never stood in. It, do y'all have... that's? I get where George Floyd was... In my mind, he tried to pass the counterfeit, counterfeit bill and everything, and then he resisted. Uh, I've heard the stories about him and the police officer having a history anyway. But as a police officer... Why wasn't? Why didn't anybody step in? Or why do you think that no one st- stepped in? From what I
2: heard, I heard that the other guys were still trainees and they're still learning how to police themselves as long as the one that was teaching them. So when you're a trainee and your boss man is doing this and you try to tell him, hey, or you try to nudge him out of the way, he's going to say, hey, I'm your trainer. You need to move. And I feel like that's part of the reason because I heard through a lot of people, I heard through various other departments, that known those guys that they were still trainees.
0: Now, the guy the I can't remember his name, but the police officer that held his knee on him. If I've never got why he and I know everybody hates the guy, and they should, by the way. How is an individual like that he falls through the cracks, even though people say that he's doing his job, he had a record. Like this he he had been in trouble before for, for actions. How is it that a police officer is, is it reprimanded is, is the correct term when a police officer gets in trouble? It can be. Uh, well, this guy had been in trouble before, like for doing stuff like this. I've never understood how, I think that y'all should be held to uh very high standards, both as that society should look at you as a superhero, but also you should never do wrong. And, of course, you're going to mess up. Everybody messes up. But I don't understand how he still had his job. I don't understand how it got to that point. But if they were all trainees, if they would have done something towards him, would they have lost their job, or would they would they have gotten in trouble because he was a superior? Probably so. They probably would have gotten in trouble just because he's a superior there. Uh, if you two
2: were in that instance, what would you have done? I would have had to push him off him, honestly, because I understand you have to, you know, get him detained and everything, but it doesn't have to go that far. If you have him in handcuffs and he's controlled and he's laying on the ground, you shouldn't have to keep your knee on his neck.
0: Simple as that. What's the protocol to once you have someone in handcuffs? Like, because he was he was already subdued, I guess, and in handcuffs. Why did he have his knee on his neck? Was it just because he was an asshole? That's a good. I mean, question. he he. I mean, he knew he knew him. He didn't like him, right? I mean, that, that's the story that I've heard that they had has had several encounters with one another, and any other time, I just I've never seen another video or another instance to where there's a cop car there that you can put the guy in. Why was? Were they waiting on EMS or something? Or was I? I just never understood why he kept him down that
1: long. I don't. I don't even believe they was going to render aid to him. Mm-hmm. So that I can't even say they was. You when you know, when you say
0: that, why do you say eight,
1: that? Uh, for him to scream out, you know, I can't breathe, and for him to still, you know, keep his knee on his neck. I mean, me personally, I mean, he you got him, you got him, you know, he's uh, compliant or whatever, why not sit him up at this time? Or, you know, just something where he can have more air, you know, for his uh, airway or whatever. But that's something, I mean, it's.
0: Now, like, y'all have to deal with instances like this. All the time, I would imagine. And there's probably, because I mean, I'm just saying this because I've watched a lot of cops. Uh, but when somebody's trying to run or trying to get away from the police or try to make you feel bad for them, I've heard them say, oh, these cuffs are too tight. Are these, are my arms hurting from where they had it behind my back or whatever? Is there any chance in that situation that that could have been the deal? They thought that he was just full of shit. Or should there have been enough officers there? to where they knew that it wasn't. I mean, it's. I know it's hard for us to depict those situations because we're not there. And I'm not a police officer. I've been on the other side. I've been in the cuffs before. I I was not a very good person in my younger years. And I have the utmost respect for law enforcement because I've always done what I was told, even when I was wrong. Uh, And I've never had a police officer be ugly to me. I just don't get in that situation... And there's several others, obviously, but that's the one that's been polarized lately. I don't understand why there wasn't more done. I think that George Floyd, you know, clearly should have been took to jail and should have been treated and let the law do it. I should, I do not believe in vigilante justice, and I feel like that's what was done there that day. I, I hate that they were trainees. I did not know that. Um, and it, it just sucks. So... With y'all, is it where even if you disagree with, I guess, your lieutenant or captain or whoever your superior is, like you pretty much got to do what you're told? But at the same time,
1: uh, I, me personally, I feel like it's too many yes men or yes women or whatever. I do too. So it's one of those things. There's a way to be tactful when you're talking to your superior, and you, I mean, you can pull them to the side, you can talk to them, you know, rank to rank or. Man to man, a man to woman. I mean, there's a way to you know address certain issues. I mean, you're have not going to agree. Have you're either one agree. of y'all
0: had to do that before? Yes, I've I have to several mm-hmm. times. Now, once again, this we're going to tiptoe on some fine lines here, but nobody knows who y'all are. Uh, was it race related? You believe in those issues, or was it just the innocence related?
1: It's hard for me to say. Um,
0: and just, Have y'all worked with racist police is what I'm saying. Oh, yes. Definitely. And yeah. and it's obvious. Definitely. I, I See, I don't believe that those people. I, I feel like um, there's a term in golf that's called the honor system. That if you're playing golf and you end up wanting to play 18 more holes or nine more holes in a clubhouse is closed, you put money in the drop box. Honor system, right? I feel like with y'all, Uh, with police officers in general that there should be a way that if you know somebody's racist and they're not doing a good job and that you've seen these things firsthand that you should be able to expose these people because I I don't believe none of there is police brutality. Okay. I I don't think it's just racist police brutality. I think there's this brutality, whatever Uh, you two guys don't look like y'all were the ones that were picked on in school. Uh, y'all might have been, I might be overstepping that, but there, y'all know the police officers that were picked on in school, that as soon as they get that badge, they think that they've got all the power in the world and they abuse it. I feel like if a police officer knows that his brother in arms is racist or acting out, that there should be a way that, you know, that that person's gone. I, I think that y'all should be able to speak up, but if you were to speak up on it, do you think that you'd catch shit for it?
2: Definitely, yeah, especially if they've been there for a while and now going along a lines like maybe ten years or so, and they've been in the system and been around the people
0: forever, then it's definitely you're not gonna get anything through it at all, so even if you reach out no and you probably get in trouble or you probably get you know blackballed or whatever if you reached out
1: but my my thing is you're saying reach out, who are you reaching out that's to? what i that's what
0: I'm asking like what would be the what would be the chain of command there? If a, a superior, how if there's a superior to you and you know that they're doing wrong, who do you go to? Uh, is there a chain of command for that?
2: Yes, there's a chain of command. But the thing is, they're so picky about going over the chain of command. So you can have a problem with that person and you can go try to talk to that person about it. And then they're going to flip the script and put it on you later on.
0: Uh, is that just mainly for officers that you know, don't have a lot of experience or years in there? Or do they think that, you know, just because you haven't served as long as them, that you shouldn't be listened to? Or do you think it's bringing it back to race? you think it's just because of, you know, your skin color that you're not listened to?
1: Me personally, I think it's a mixture of a, a few of those things. Um, like I said, it's just, I mean, see, if I want to call out someone, yeah, uh, we're... We're, we're, we're not as big as, you know, like another agency. So it's it's like cut and dry, me, you, bam, or him. Like, that's it. And it's like, if I can't talk to you, I'm going to go to him. But if he's number one, then if up. I know he's not going to do nothing about it, then why go to him? So it's one of those situations where it's like, all right, I mean,
0: I'm not going to join it, but I can't be a part of it at the same time. Completely understandable. Um. So – with bringing... Because a lot, a lot of folks... I mean, y'all heard the shit like defund y'all or whatever. But it should be more... Right now, how you're explaining that to me. I didn't know that. Um, I believe that there should... I figured there was some agency that... You know, because I've watched CSI and stuff that completely screws you up on what law enforcement <laughs> is. You know, there's been forever. I thought that everybody's sperm was cataloged. And, you know, if you ended up raping somebody or whatever, they are going to find you. And... This is not like that, but with, I figured there was an agency that was over every police department where if you had complaints, you could go to, um, I've never understood until like right now that, you know, it's, it's, you're complaining about the people that are your boss and that's the person you're complaining to about your boss. So you're kind of screwed. Like, there's no, there's no way to get it out. Um, now, Bringing change is something that I really want to work towards. And, of course, you know, we're just doing a podcast. We're just talking. You don't know if there's going to be change or not or whatever. What would be a better – do you all ever talk or, you know, in you're separate, you know, you all don't know each other, but is there other officers you talk to about, you know, we need to fix this uh, amongst us or do you just keep it, you know, kind of to yourself? No, I would
2: say I have to talk to them and say, hey, we have to fix this little by little. I mean, a small step is better than no step to me. Absolutely. So, therefore, just sitting there watching it go down, I mean, there's no point in it. You're not going to get anywhere with that. So, I would definitely say talk to it. And if you have more friends that's on the other shift that you can talk to, talk to them about it. You know, get their output on it and try to work with it. But if they're not going to work with it, then you just got to keep on doing it for yourself.
1: And I think as far as me, my frustration comes from... Talking about it, but there's no actions to follow. So, yeah, we can say we need to fix this piece by piece. And you have X amount. I'm not going to even put a time frame on it, but from the, you know, the few days that goes by, the months that goes by, nothing is changing. That's what frustrates me, because it's like, well, we can talk about it. But are you really serious about, you know, making these
0: steps? Well, making the change too. do you feel like I don't know the numbers. But I would think, from the little bit I do know, that individuals like you two, that are uh, they're African Americans, that y'all are kind of the minority when it comes to law enforcement, anyway, right?
1: Yeah. There's
0: a whole lot less of y'all yes. than than there is. So, wouldn't it kind of make sense that you know some of these people that are screaming defund the police and everything, coming from you know that community, wouldn't it be like a really positive thing for? Like officers like you to come up with a, like an outreach program for like these, you know, like inner cities. What's it called inner cities or whatever, and be like instead of saying defund us, you know, let us show you what we do positive, and then let's get more African American officers. Because that that's one thing that's always made me mad is these people. Like, it will bring up LeBron James. I love Bron Bron. Big LeBron fan. I don't think he's anywhere close to Jordan. But I I like him. But him saying defund the police is a complete joke to me because he's undermining you. And I don't understand how we kind of glorify, and it it is mostly rappers. It's mostly rappers and athletes that say that, you know, the hell with y'all. I don't think it's fair because then you have a whole generation of children that look up to these folks that are like, no, the hell with the police. I think that, of course, I'm obviously not a police officer, and I would never tell anybody what to do. But in order to bring change, you piece by piece, one thing there should be is a group of in your own communities, you know, teaching some of these kids, you know, hey, instead of hating us, you know, become us one day and make the change from within. Because I think it's one of the things you kind of got to breed out. But and that's 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 for me
1: coming from the ghetto. Yeah, we was raised not to like the police. exactly, mm-hmm. And like I said, I had a, a grandmama who called them officer friendly for, you know, those were the ones that we are today that community policing, the ones that walk through the community. So for my grandma to say, Oh, that's officer friendly, but we're being taught to not like the police. It's kind of hard. Like if, if if you would if I would have told the younger me I would have been a police officer, I would have never believed them,
0: like never. <laughs> what made you make that change, though? Were you, you raise the same way? Yeah, I was pretty much raised the same way. What made y'all make the change or decide to veer onto this path? Uh, to me, it was just seeing the same
2: thing occur over and over again. And be like, you know, if I get into it, maybe I can spark something. And then the next kid that I can see, I can hang out with them for the you know, a little 10 minutes I may have around in the neighborhood, throw the football with them, shoot some hoops with them, and then get them thinking, okay, well, that cop's kind of cool. And the next cop he may see, he may try to talk to them or
0: her or whoever it may be. So, so it's making a change from within mm-hmm. pretty much is what. See, I admire that. I really, really do. Um, it's kind of the same thing with you? Or? Uh, yeah,
1: For me, uh, I was curious, actually. Uh, you get on, your, you watch TV and you see, oh, this cop got off or this cop got off. And – Looking at it from the TV standpoint, it's like it's clear as daylight. He should have been, you know, charged or whatever. Yeah. So for me, it was well. I got in it to see how they getting off, like what are they doing, what are they doing or teaching to help them get off, uh, as well as I have two two boys that I'm raising, and I want them to know now police are bad. So it was just to, you know, be a a, a positive role model for them as well as you know others. And like I said, you can't you can't touch them all but i can touch one or two you know i'm cool with it yeah but that's but that's what we need more of
0: though like uh the way y'all were raised um put it different way i was raised but like what's funny is y'all took a veer i was raised around a lot of rednecks i can't stand rednecks and like i i don't like the confederate flag and other stuff like that and i was raised to, and i i don't like none of that shit so it speaks to uh us growing as a nation and as a community—that just because you know the mistakes that our forefathers made, uh, we don't have to live that way. And uh, the fact that you want your, your, you know, your sons to be different, man, that's cool. That's, yeah. I mean, that, that's that's really that's that's very admirable. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, but that's that's the positivity that we need moving forward. Definitely. you know, uh, the way things were seventy years ago. Compared to the way they are now, it's a huge difference. But it's still not right. There's still a lot of shit that's not right. Uh, speaking of not right, me and you talking, another they're not. About the guy who was on one side of his vehicle, walked around to the other side, and the cop fired seven bullets into his back. Um, I I see it and I get pissed. Mainly because I have friends that are in the armed forces that have special training. And I saw one of them post something on social media that made complete sense. He said that officer should have never been an officer in the first place. But in the heat of the moment, you never know what's going to happen. But he should have been trained to enable him instead of take his life. And have in the situation have you have you seen the video? Yes, okay. I've seen the video. Okay, what would you have done in that situation? Simply just don't let him go to the other side of the car.
2: If you start to make that move and you have two, three officers there.
0: You take him down, you, right?
2: Yeah, rather take him down or one of y'all just post up around him where he cannot move.
0: Now, do you think that the reason why he didn't get took down was because it was white officers and a black man? Or, or do you, because you know the camera's on you now. Mm-hmm. Like y'all know every traffic stop you make, there's some smart ass in their, in their car that's going to record. And if you say one word wrong, it's going to go viral. So, is that why he did not get slammed and the officer gave him the benefit of the doubt? Or is that what you, I mean, of course, we don't know because we're not there. Right. But do you think that that's probably why that happened? I think just being scared, really. Yeah, scared. I feel like he
2: didn't want to be next, the next one up on TV. And that's what a lot of officers mm-hmm. are afraid of. They, they'll wait for the situation to get too bad, thinking, I don't want to be the next one. I don't want to be the next one. Then they wind
0: up being that next one. So, this is not fair, though. You're just doing your job. Like, he should have been able to subdue him, put him down. And it be over with, dude. But also, dude should have listened. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Dude should have listened. He should have never been shot seven times in the damn back. Oh, yeah. But, you know, does it escalate that far? Does that man lose his life if he just does what the officer says in the first place? I mean, if you already know your ass is going to jail, why not just let it go to jail? Like, you know you have been screwed up. And I, have y'all been in situations to where um, one of the things that I was reading before y'all got here was 90% of officers have never pulled their gun? Yeah. Have y'all ever had to pull? Several times. Officers? Yeah. Really? That's, that's insane because it said just, ugh. In those moments, though, do you feel all your training just becomes muscle memory or do you start thinking about making sure you go home to your families at night. Because like, I, I could never imagine. I could never imagine what it's like knowing that if I open this car door right now, this guy's liable to shoot me. He's not listening. He's not doing what he's told. He's fit to take off running. You know, I don't know what he has on him. You know, kind of tell folks if you have a scary instance or something mm-hmm. to where you had to pull, like, give them a little insight on it.
2: Well, well this is that I had I had a call and me mean, we, we was at the police department just topping up our papers. And it was just a very little domestic, like people always say, but that's one of the worst calls you can always get, people say. So we pull up there. The guy's drunk outside, and he has a gun in his hand. I tell him, hey, man, put the gun down. I know you're drunk. You know, you got things going on. But he wouldn't. So he just starts waving it. So I pull it out. I point it out. and said, dude, point it at me. This is it. You know, and that comes to that, It comes to that point where you're sitting there just looking at him. And like you said, me or him, am I going to go home? Do I want to be that next one? And my other buddy, had, he has his taser out. So now we're both sitting there like, okay, who's going to make this? Are you going to go ahead and tase him? Maybe he'll drop the gun. I can get well, to it. What's him. the
0: protocol for that? Do you do you go for the taser first? Is that what you're talking Or yes. is it where it is? Your option at the time. Me
1: personally, uh, if if they got a gun, I'm going straight for my gun. Yeah, I'm not pulling a
0: taser. Yeah, I'm mm, not. I'm not, not even. Um, I'm not even. Now I know a lot of
2: places. It. Like like I said, if you have two officers, they want you to go lethal and non lethal. Okay. So that's just kind of depends. But if you're by yourself, gun all day, I'm I'm not taking that chance.
0: Dave, you don't mind me asking, how did that situation end? Did he did he drop? He, well, no, he didn't drop. I
2: actually had to wind up tackling him with the gun still in his hand. I oh, you're to, a badass. Oh, I, yeah. no way. I'm shooting him.
0: I'm, <laughs> no. bu- I'm shooting his hand or nah, something. I'm bu- nah, I'm nah, not,
2: uh-uh. You can't do that. No, nah, see, the, see, the thing is, he was, like, right up next to his house. So if I take that shot and I miss, his wife is still in that house. Uh, and if I hit her, I'm accountable for her. So the only thing I could do is just sit there and just peel him enough to where I, I have to get him to make a decision of who who he's going to look at, and I just have to make that reaction quick enough to get to him or not.
0: Okay, so somebody who's ignorant like me just doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, how you just said – When I said uh, I'd shoot his hand, you have to shoot to to wound wound, right? Like, is that what you're taught? You're taught to shoot to stop the threat. Yes. That's that's what you're taught.
2: But a lot of people think, like, a bullet may stop you. I've seen people get shot twice, and they're still coming at you with no problem. So that's the thing. People are like, oh, that's overkill. But when you're trained to shoot to stop the threat, so if I shoot you three times and you're still coming at me, I have to keep
0: on shooting till you're stopped. Now, when you're taught to, to shoot to stop the threat, do they teach you to shoot certain places, or is it just... Center mass. Center mass? Center mm-hmm. mass. So they, they trained you to end it. I mean, they, they trained you to take them out if you have to pull your trigger then.
1: We're, we're stopping the threat. If, yeah. if, if that leads to, you know... That happening, but
2: we're stopping I mean, the threat. Yeah. We have to stop the threat.
0: I, and I, I, that's what I would do. I mean, if if you have no other option. um, But, okay... To go back to the vehicle thing before I get you to tell yours. Um, he's shooting at center mass right there, but why fire seven shots?
2: I mean, I you, guess he didn't stop. I guess he was still moving. I, I couldn't tell you, but I'm. Do you, I'm do you think
0: he's 100% wrong right here?
2: Just, just both from both sides of me. One side is yes. One side is no. One side is I couldn't tell you because I haven't been in that position. Yeah. You know, so that's. That's a tough spot because I understand. Okay, well, he could have a gun too. He could be reaching in the middle console or yeah, whatever. Exactly, and, he, and I mean, even though you're getting shot, you can still point your gun and pull a trigger at somebody. So, uh, that's that's one of the tough situations. I
0: got you. I mean, I, I don't like I said. Uh, I don't know what I'd do. I don't know. I just it, it's it's hard for people, and I think most of the folks that are listening to us,
1: they don't know.
0: They don't know what they would do in those moments, so having y'all's actual perspective is is very important. Um,
1: and truth be told, we can sit up here and say, "Oh, we would have did this, we would have did that," but you never and know until you, you get and in that. and you don't moment. know until you're in that situation. So that's that's just one of those things you you take it, you take what comes with whatever situation
0: you're in. See, I hundred percent agree with you on that, but I think it also comes down to the training for y'all being underfunded, like. I feel like a lot of people, when they do say defund the police, if this was a school system and your school and your children are failing at school, do you take money out of that school or do you put more money into it? Put it into I, them. I feel like a lot of your job, if you're going to be a police officer, first of all, y'all should get paid way better than the hell you get paid. And two, 10 to 20% of your job should be training. There, there should be every time somebody comes out with a new tactic or whatever. It is not the police officer's fault in my mind that y'all are under-trained. And there's, there's no way. Y'all might be the best at what you do, uh, but you're also, like, in those moments, there should, would you given the power that you're given, and you deserve every bit of it, and you deserve every bit of the respect behind it, it should be where our uh, our government pays y'all, which the cities and every state pays y'all, but y'all should be funded way better. And you wouldn't have these moments. I don't think the George Floyd moments happen. I don't mm-hmm. think that the person getting shot in the back happened because you're already vetted so much, right? Like, in order for you to become a police officer, you had psych tests, you had all this stuff, right? All mm-hmm. right.
1: Depend on your agency.
0: Yeah. So, even some agencies don't do like the psych evaluation? Mm, I know. Some agencies don't even have a fitness test.
1: What?
0: Yeah. Mm. That's why you see them fat ass officers and you're like, how the hell did they become an officer? No comment. <laughs> No, I've seen them. <laughs> that's the truth. It's always funny, cause that's like if I'm committing a crime, I'm waiting till Par Blot's ass or Paul Blart's ass over there is uh, on duty. He ain't gonna catch me. I just I don't get like I didn't realize there wasn't fitness tests and I, psych evaluations. Yeah, There's different standards for or different qualifications
1: for you know different agencies. That's, that's 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 a problem.
0: Uh me. If you ever saw me in police uniform, fucking run. I should not be a police officer. I am not stable enough. If I'm having a bad day, I'm being an asshole, and I feel like that, like y'all should be held accountable.
1: What's that saying? You got you got some agencies they rather have. What's that? Quantity over quality.
0: Yeah. So I mean, when oh, you got assholes running up and down the streets, but, that just doesn't make sense to me. They'd but, rather have the bodies. But if they don't know how to do their job, why have them? I don't. That blows my I, I never knew that. I never knew that. Um well how he was telling his domestic story a while ago. Why don't you throw one out here for us, big guy? No, I don't care to tell my story. But well, that's
1: fine. I'm good on those.
0: That's fine. Um uh, well, with the with the training and everything, what is something that y'all know that you were not necessarily not trained properly in, but you should have had more of it? Is there anything? Or is there anything that y'all have a lack of as far as – I know, like, we've done fundraisers for police officers before because the the county they lived in, they would not buy them plates or vests. Really? They would not buy them.
1: I mean, I think I think training can be a little bit longer.
0: Yeah. Uh, How long did, did is training?
2: It just depends on what type of training it is and then where you're going to get that training because if it's department-issued,
0: then it could be like an hour, maybe two. When you go to actual, like, the police academy – man. Mandate? How long is mandate? That depends too. Mm-hmm. So, like, say, say,
1: mine's was eleven weeks. Okay, but somebody else may have went to APD, and I think APD is like twenty something weeks. So, I mean, it's just. What are you taught? Like, you're just
0: taught the the basics, the basics, the basics. Mm-hmm.
1: The basics. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but the ba- it's a lot under the basics, but it's the basics. Y'all are kind of just thrown to the wolves to start off with, ain't you? You can say that, and then you go through your FTO phase. It mm-hmm. hey, was FTO. Field training where you they partner you up with somebody who's been at that department that should know the correct way and you know try to teach you the right way of doing things
0: and the way that they do things at that uh department. See, I, did, I just don't feel like uh, and y'all are both good police officers by the way. Uh, like I said, I'm anon- like anon- I anonymous, <laughs> anonymous, but I kind of did my research a little bit. Y'all both have very good records. Um, or I wouldn't have told y'all to come. Uh, people spoke highly. Um, of what I do know, I have a couple of friends that kind of, they don't know that y'all are here, but, uh, if you're only trying for that certain amount of time, then there's got to be a reason why, like, I don't understand how you don't have more training to start off with. That doesn't just seem like it's long enough. Did you fit? Did either one of you feel like when you got put out there that you wasn't ready? Or did you, are we just so ready to get the hell out of mandate that you're like, let's go, let's do this? <laughs> I mean, for me,
1: um, like starting week one, it yeah. was, man, I'm ready for week 11. But then when week 11 got there, it's like, it's probably surreal. Like, like, I I wish it was a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And then it's like I say, it's no turning back at that point. Well, kind of, because you can up and leave. But, yeah. you know, if you decide to stay in, it's like, it's no turning back at that point.
0: Do you two think that this is your career? Or do you think this is a temporary job? Or have you even thought about it?
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought about it. Um, I like what I do, but I don't think this is my I don't think I'm gonna retire being, you know, in law enforcement.
0: Do you think that's because of the environment now and the stigma that comes with being a police officer? Or you just you just don't like it? I don't think I'd like it. I, I don't. I don't think I would. Yeah, I think it hurts. I, I think I'd be very soft-hearted towards people that I probably shouldn't be soft-hearted towards. But nothing
1: is wrong with that, though. Yeah, I, I, just,
0: I think I'd have too much sympathy. No, it, at times you can, but at times I mean it's
2: fine. Yeah. It's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that because everybody's human. You're human yourself, and that's what a lot of people don't think. Oh, he's a cop. He's not human. No, you're human. You have other problems going on
0: just like they do. Well, that that actually leads into my next question for y'all. Uh, have you got any backlash from loved ones, family members, close friends because you're a police officers in this environment? Oh yes. Yes. yes, yes. Did you lose friends over it, or uh, is it, or is it where I, I you kind of understood?
1: I won't say I lost any friends. I just, you know, just, you know, I respect what they do and they respect what I do. We just move a little different now. That's all that is. Um, I had family like, why the hell? Like, what the hell are you thinking? Like, somebody got to do it.
0: I it just you're serving and protecting your community, doesn't that just seem like it's ass backwards? Like, if if you grew up, you uh, in the neighborhood you said you grew up in, doesn't it seem like he's making like I feel like it, you, they should view you as you're making a difference?
1: No, nah, they view you as a sellout, yeah, you,
0: you know, or you're a sellout now. Why do you think that is though? Like, but just, just think
1: so. So, say if you, you know you're living in the hood. You know, all the drug dealers, you know, all the, you know, what's going on. So once you become that officer, guess what? You know who to hit, you know who to go and get. You know how they move, you know where they exactly. stay at, you so, know everything about them. That, that plays to your advantage.
0: Yeah, but I would almost bet 99% of people that came from your environment, they're not going to bust the folks that they grew up with unless they absolutely have to. I, I don't think that, you know, I don't think you became a police officer just to go bust you know, the dope boy's ass up the road from you. You're right.
1: It's, it's, it's other missions out there, but. Sometimes it just gets to that point
2: where, you know, you have happened to fall into that situation. You have to do your job. And it just happens to be your homeboy from way back in the day that you used to kick it with 24-7.
0: Yeah, but are they, I mean, are they wrong in the situation? You're that, wrong, you're wrong. Yeah, exactly. So you're right and you're doing your job and you're upholding the law and you're, Protecting, serving your community. But yet, you're the bad person, and they're doing stuff that's illegal. That if it is a dope boy and it ain't weed, because I don't believe weed should be legal anyway, and it won't be in the next five years. Uh, hopefully, it won't, because I, I ain't got to drink no more. But if you've got stuff on you that you're not supposed to have, now you're the one in the wrong. Like that that's the community teaching the kids wrong, in my point of view, is they should. Fucking throw y'all parades every time you come through.
1: See what they don't understand is like our job is to catch them. Their job is to not get caught. Yeah. So I mean, it's me personally. If I get you this time, I just got you this time. I might not get you the next time. Yeah. See, I you're mean, smart. I try to be. Yeah. So you're. I try to
0: be. You picked the right side. Mm-hmm. I try to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's the family members and friends, or whatever. They they should they should have picked what you chose. It's all about the path you chose. You know, there, there's a meme that I really like. And it's, uh, it's three African-American men, and it's in a courtroom. One's in a, a jumpsuit sitting at a table, mm-hmm. one's a police officer, and one's yeah. a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And it said it's all about the choices you make. Oh, yeah, that's the truth. Um, I don't believe that, you know, some people have the same opportunities as others. But if you came from the hood, and, you know, I, I can't remember where you said what kind of environment you came from. You obviously make good choices. You know, it shouldn't be... Y'all should never feel bad. Now, I'm not saying y'all do about doing your job. Or your family should never try to make you feel bad or your friends. You made the right choices. You know what? I think it's way cooler that, you know, you're on this side and you don't have to worry about spending your life behind bars. You know, for fucking selling drugs or whatever. I commend both of y'all. And it ain't just because, you know, of your skin color. I commend anybody that comes from... A lesser situation and improve themselves. You like when you said the thing about your son a while ago, that's evolution. That's you being incredibly smart and knowing that if I push myself this way, I'm going to better myself. That means my kids will have a better life instead of what your homeboys or whatever, what they're doing. You know, they're going to grow up without their dad because their dad's to get shot or end up in prison. And I I hate that that we have a community and a society that undermines police, but then the shit that y'all get thrown at you just because of your skin tone. It's shitty. It's shitty. I I don't know. I get mad about it. Yeah, it's it's
2: pretty frustrating because you catch it from both sides. And, I mean, like the good old saying, you can't make everybody happy, but you try to be equal around the table for everything, and you're still getting shitted on. You just get tired after a while, but you still push on through it.
0: Have y'all had any bad instances where you've been, you know, called on social media or whatever? Just, you know, somebody going after you for your job and your skin? Yeah, I've had a few. Oh, I know one guy arrested.
2: He called me Uncle Tom. I'm like, you don't even know the real meaning behind that. And then he like, the only thing you do for your life is suck white guys' cocks.
0: Yeah. So. He said that to you? Yes. Did you put his head through the windshield? Um, he was already in jail. One, yeah, once sorry. again, this yeah. is why I'm not a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> you just uh, said that to me. Where I'm slamming on brakes somewhere, and your ass is hitting the back of the windshield. I, I hate it. It's bullshit. There's no, like I said, our law enforcement and our military, our first responders should be treated with the utmost respect. You don't get paid enough to deal with that bullshit. And people that don't understand that, as far as I'm concerned, they go to hell. Um, What are some changes that y'all would like to see going forward, not necessarily just in your department, but as far as nationwide, you know, with our police departments? Is there anything that y'all know that needs to be changed and changed right away? I think, uh, one, you know, we, we need to police
1: each other. It starts with us. At the at the beginning of the day and, and at the end, so I think policing each other is key. Uh, you know, you you don't have to turn your eye, you know, to, to everything. You know, speak up and say something. Like I say, it's one of those ones. I I want I'm gonna be respected at the end of the day, and it's I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you respect, and I want you to you know give me that same respect. But at the same time, if I'm coming at you like, like tighten up. Don't take it to heart like you just need to tighten up like it is what it is at that point. So I think that for one, definitely more training. Uh, a lot of more training.
0: Um So you, you both sound like y'all have, you know, you very have both have good heads on your shoulders. Uh I think with some people like y'all that you do need more training, but at the same time you've got the right attitude, you've got the right mindset. You've got a calm, cold demeanor, which I think you have to have, um, under pressure and everything. The training that needs to happen in my mind is with those hotheads and with, if you're going to not do psych evaluations, then they need to be every day because they're going to end up screwing up. And then you look bad and you look bad because you're part of the same police department. Well, what about you? Um, as far as changes you think needs to be made.
2: I agree with him. Same thing. Um, I would say maybe a little bit more in depth just with anybody that's coming through their wise, Like, you know, what are your demons, I guess you can say. Like, what do you battle? And I know that can get a little bit personal when that stuff affects you out there on the road because if you're letting whatever happens at home affect you out on the road, then you're going to wind up in a bad spot.
0: You're so, talking about pretty much someone's mental health as a yeah. as an officer.
2: Yeah, because, I mean, a lot of people, they don't know how to deal with things. They don't know how to cope with things. So if you can't even cope with your own stuff, how are you gonna cope with somebody's stuff out on the street?
0: Do y'all have a pretty good idea of what officers are gonna lose it? Yeah. <laughs> can
2: you, is it is it real obvious? If if you work with a certain shift after a while, you can tell everybody's kind of lying when they're getting to it, and that's the time where people need to hey watch out. I you know I know this.
0: You know just go to the next call or take a break. I I got it. But well, the amount of stress y'all are under it would it would make anybody insane. Like there's no way there there should be what 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 kind of shifts do y'all work? Twelve hours? Yeah. Like four on, three off, or what is it normally? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. There's no way after working forty eight hours and four days with the pressure you're constantly under that just three days off or whatever, you can't decompress and get that stuff out of your system.
1: Yeah, when you show that sometimes you don't get those three yeah. those days.
0: Sometimes you may get called in right after like you got off. Just
1: imagine having one day off and no day off. I mean, it, it happens especially in law enforcement. I mean, don't nobody want to do it, so we're mm. short, and that's nationwide.
0: Do y'all think that the reason why we don't have, like, the younger generation, and I'm only 33, so I think I'm older than both of y'all, but the younger generation y'all, do you think that's why that nobody wants to be a police officer now and why everybody's so underfunded is because of the bad rap that it has and that, you know, you don't get paid enough? Hell, I don't. I don't care how much you ever get paid. It won't be enough for the job that y'all do. That, that, or our military uh, it's just y'all will never make the money that you deserve to get paid. Yeah, but they told us a mandate.
1: If you, if you come into this job for the money, right. yeah, you might want to find something else. So you
2: got to have a heart for it. You got yeah. to love it kind of deal with this every day. That's what I was
0: figuring. That's what you got to want to do what you're doing. But you both had, are doing it for very positive reasons. And, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people might not tell y'all thank you, but thank y'all. Uh, I I know that I appreciate what y'all do more than you know. And I'm sure there's a whole lot of people that appreciate y'all. I y'all should never catch hell. Should never catch hell. The bad cop should. But as you know, you said in the beginning, don't nobody hate a damn bad cop worse than a good one. Mm-hmm. And you know, anything that we can ever do to help, you know, we wanna help. That's why we're doing this today. Is more people need to realize this is I didn't know there's not a, you know, a psychological exam and there's not a physic physical exam some places. You know, that's stuff that needs to change. Um I, you know, the, the Black Lives Matter movement. There's a whole lot that I agree with when it comes to the police stuff. So a whole lot that they say that I don't. And I think that's what the majority of people. There's a lot of dumb shit in there. There's some really good stuff in there. And I think that what we should be doing now. And hopefully with the help of y'all and, you know, some other officers in our communities that are listening to this right now, you know, we should, you know, go to our more inner cities and we should, you know, all of us work together. How you see, like the videos and stuff of cops or whatever, like hanging out with the kids and stuff. I think that should almost be part of the job. If not, then this whole next generation, nobody's going to be a police officer. It's going to die out. 'Cause people are too scared to do the job because they don't feel like y'all almost have to feel like there's situations that there's no right answer for you to do. There's got to be moments where you're like, if I pull this car over right now, you know, I can tell him what to do. I know he ain't got a suspend I know he's got a suspended license, done around the tag, no insurance. But if I get out and do my job right now and he's recording and I say one thing wrong or it looks wrong on camera, I'm screwed. Do y'all... Uh, do you, I don't know if every police officer does, but do y'all constantly have your body cam on? Mm, certain situations, yeah. Well, what's the situation as to where you don't have it on?
2: I mean, if you just like the small encounters with people, like if you just walking through the store, if you see some kids, you don't have it on. I mean, if you just... Just go over there and talk to some adults. Like you may get off, you may get um, off of a call. You know, you just cruising down the street, you see some people that wave but at you. But as far as
0: traffic stops, or traffic whatever, stops, you, uh, always you always have them, on. them on, right? Always never. have them on because
2: you you never know. I mean, and that's the thing about a camera; it can save you or it can kill you. Yeah. So, I
0: think that y'all going to having to wear them all the time. That's I, good. I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Good. I think I think it should. Uh, I think the more, like I said, y'all should be held to a very high standard. Because of the power you have. But I think people need to respect that power and there wouldn't be problems. I think, I honestly don't think, I think there's a very small percentage of police officers that are bad. I think that, like how you said a while ago, uh, you don't get paid very much. you got to have the heart to do this. So I think everybody starts off in this job in a positive way. To help, to give back, or whatever. Then you have assholes that are just doing it because they're on a power trip. And I think because of those ones on the power trip, I think y'all are going to end up being put under even more pressure in the next couple of years. I think that those body cams are going to be on 24 hours a day. Even when you're not at work, they're going to dig into your social media, your private life more than ever because that's the only way to make sure that it's not an undercover racist. But you're a police officer twenty four seven. Yeah, exactly. I mean it's
1: one of those things, yeah, you can be off duty, but it's gonna be somebody that recognizes you mm-hmm. as, you know, so that, are an officer?
0: Would if that was if that ended up being the case and you were monitored more, like by your department, do you would you be cool with it? I mean, I'm I'm the
1: same on and off duty. Okay. Like what you see is what you get. If I'm going to oh, talk my shit to you in, in uniform, I'm going to talk my shit to you outside of uniform. I totally agree. I ain't got nothing to hide. Uh, so if that, I'm going to say
0: it, I'm going to say it. That right here is why we need more people like y'all as police officers. Because if anybody, I would have tell you what the answer would have been. If somebody has something to hide, they'd have been like, oh, no, I want my privacy. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just a job. I only get paid for so many hours. Mm-hmm. No, that's people that does don't need to be officers. I'm going to have some friends after this that message me and be like, I don't want to be monitored all the time. And I'm like, well, you should be held to a higher standard than me. You put that badge on, and you're given the power to uphold the law. You should be held to a higher standard. Be paid more for it too. I keep bringing that up because
1: it's—I—you I, hey, must go uh, send a letter to somebody and get us a raise. <laughs> well,
0: well, if you—if you, if you knew—if you knew all the stuff <laughs> that I was working towards, mm-hmm. like right, that is something that uh, one day. I would love to help with, like I am, I'm big into politics and I, there's a lot of things that I want to change, but I feel like it's a wildfire effect is having this conversation helps educate me. It helps helps educate others. And whether somebody hears this or not, and wants to make a change. You know, like I said, I want to be activist. There's that in my mind, You'll have better people to be police officers. You'll want to do your job there, which y'all probably already want to do your job to the utmost of your ability. But there's probably sometimes, and we're just guilty of it as humans, that when we're tired and we know that we're not getting paid, we're supposed to get paid, <laughs> that you like, you know what? Fuck that car speeding. I'm not saying that you do it. Mm-hmm. Neither one of y'all said that y'all did, but I, it's human nature. It's like, man, why... Why am I gonna do this? These people here don't respect me, they treat me like shit, they don't care about my opinion. Why should I why should I go risk myself? You're putting your life on the line every day. That's human nature to eventually be like, I'm just half assing this. That's why I think, besides for you putting your life on the line every day, that you should be paid more. There should be an incentive for police officers. To do the best job they can do instead of desensitizing you to what you wanted to do in the first place by being treated like shit and being underpaid, by working too long of hours, not having a set schedule to where it, if you work four hours or four days straight, they should not call your ass. Mm. It's not fair. They don't understand that. How, how do they expect you to do your job? And they're supposed to be
2: like, a certain amount of hours supposed to wait before they call you, but they don't. If they need you, they just going to call you. It doesn't matter. Because I know one day I worked four days in a row. I wasn't supposed to work one, but I came anyway just because they were short. And I won I wound up having to work on that fifth day just because two people called out. And it was kind of like, an, oh, you're working this. There's no ifs
0: ands, or buts. Get in here. No, so, I just don't agree with that. I think unless you volunteer for it. No, no. And I don't see many. Many folks I know what them taxes get ate up with on the overtime, so I I just don't think I, there probably ought to be an organization that if uh if, if somebody if a community short staffed with officers that you have like how they have traveling nurses mm-hmm. have traveling officers oh shit I'm gonna be rich I'm gonna pitch that to somebody like tomorrow <laughs> that way y'all don't have to work too long hours to <laughs> I'll help fund them I'll help vet them and. And uh, put them through the physical training area. The fact that there are some places that allow you to have a firearm and have rule over other people and they don't do a psych evaluation, I I keep going back to that, I know, but that blows my mind. I deal with mental health issues. I deal with depression and anxiety extremely bad. Been through a suicide attempt in my life. um, Just had a very rocky early 20s. Very rocky. And there was a time in my life I wanted to be a police officer. And I can say this from the bottom of my heart. I would have been bad at it. I would have acted out. I would have took out my home life and the stuff that I was going through on people that did not deserve it. Uh, I don't know if I would have ever shot to kill somebody. But I know that if I was in one of my moods, that if I was pulled on or I was put in that place, I don't think I would have acted rationally. And I, I feel like there's there needs to be more people like y'all unless people like me in law enforcement. <laughs> I've, I've met some of those cops, man. I've never had to personally deal with a bad one, but I know some shit ones. And how they ever got to be police officers in the first place, I don't know. But uh, I want to thank both of y'all for coming in today. Uh, I think it was very informative. Um, got to talk about some touchy subjects and everything. And our doors are always open to y'all. Uh, thank y'all very much. And uh, this is kind of a, your last little chance before we sign off. If y'all got anything else y'all would like to say or anything we missed on, anything you'd like for a lot of people to hear, and I'm going to give the floor to y'all.
2: I would have to say if you're interested in it or even just thinking about it or just wanting to know what we go through, find a place that has the day-to-day training that you can actually go in and see what we go through and just go through it, and that's all I ask. Just go through and see how you take it.
0: Absolutely, not you, big guy.
1: No, I, I like his answer. I like his answer. I like his answer. I think for me, uh, when you said the uh, you suffer with, with depression, yeah, that's something that you know I feel like training should. You know, we we don't get enough training. Mm-hmm. Shall I say that? Like when we're going through the basics, they hit on it, but not enough. So that would be something that, like I said, because you're going to deal with mentally ill patients, and of course you're not going to know right off top until you get to, you know, speaking with someone and learning. But that can be something that I think, you know, we have to take it serious. So that's something I think, you know, definitely more training on that. So
0: more training all the way around. Yeah, uh, y'all need y'all need a special forces guy that has been to Iraq several times that has been. A seal or whatever, to come in and and work with y'all every day. Yeah, right. We we have that. Then he suffers from
1: PTSD or something. Yeah, I mean, I no, yeah, yeah, he can have a moment. Yeah. Yeah. I, exactly.
0: And I, I don't I just mean like some of the stuff that they that they learn. Mm-hmm. I think that y'all should be. I think it all boils down to training, folks. Okay. Yeah. I, I really do. I think that you have men with good hearts like both of you that do the best job that you can. But still, if you're not trained the right way, you know, if I'm a doctor and I have a shitty instructor, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a shitty doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's I mean it's it's that simple. It's you're not trying to you're not trying to be a bad police officer. Some of these people that have made stupid ass mistakes. Well, I mean you talked about at Wendy's. Yeah. You know, the one at Wendy's in Atlanta. I think that that situation, given a better trainer, it doesn't happen. From what I know about it, dude took the dude's taser. He knew the taser was empty. The guy should be able to recognize that the taser was empty. But also, you're going away from him. He doesn't know. But, like these seals and everything. They'll, they'll remember how many clicks that taser's already hit.
1: But I, I think they did a great job at de-escalating the situation. Right?
0: Yeah. I, I, I can say that. Like yeah. I, I think it was a great
1: job at the They was talking to him for a while. And I mean... Oh, wow. A lot of, and what makes me mad, people, oh, why the police do this, that, and the other? Well, how many people was in that drive-thru with them? Why did didn't nobody have... knock on his window? Yes, or, exactly. you know, something yeah. like that. So, everybody want to point fingers at the police, but what about but the citizens they're... that didn't Exactly. Know I mean, about? the workers called, do they not? Um, exactly.
0: Everybody I mean, wants to point their fingers at y'all, but who's the first person they call when they need help? Mm-hmm.
2: You
0: know, it drives me insane, the protesters and stuff that you see on the highway when somebody hits a ass because they in the highway and they're out there protesting police. Mm-hmm. But then you hit them because they didn't move or you point a pistol at them to get them out the way. And they're like, oh, I'm calling the police. It makes no sense. And I, I just don't think there's a reason I wanted to do this today more than anything is I don't think there's a right answer for most of the stuff right now for y'all. For, for a police officer in general, not just y'all. But... I want people, like he said, go to the training, see what they do, and put yourself in their shoes. I mean, if, in my opinion, if all these people, instead of them saying defund you, that are putting the police down, tell them to become a police officer and make a change from the inside. If they think y'all are doing such a bad damn job, tell them to do your job and see how they react. Well, folks, that's going to be it for today. Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. Thanks, both of you all. Thank you for the job you do. And uh just know, you know we always got you six here. Yeah, I We're appreciate it. it. I appreciate Thank you, it.
1: Thank you for having me.
2: Exactly. Great opportunity.
0: Thank you all.